Hello and welcome back to the most iridescent, beautiful soul behind the screen. Thank you for being alive. Thank you for choosing to come to Earth School. <laughs> I guess is how I want to start this episode because, God, I feel like every single fucking day I'm existential. And I'm sick and tired of it at the same time. I went through a period of my life where I felt like existentialism was the lowest vibrational place I could ever be. And so I'm welcoming it in. And fuck yeah, I might wake up and be like, oh my god, I'm alive again. Great. But you know what? I go to bed crying because of how grateful I am to be alive. And that's the place and time I am in life. And I was watching a TikTok and it was like core core and hope core if you're like on TikTok. Um, and I forgot what her name was, but basically she was saying that to be alive is to be humiliated, to be alive is to be embarrassed, and I will move through cringe, and to be alive is to move through fucking being cringy, okay? When you feel fucking embarrassed to fucking do something, that's when you need to do that simple act. The amount of times that I have been told in my lifetime, only being 19 years old, that mostly everything that I do is cringe or too much, or too out there, or I'm too loud, or I laugh too much, or I'm too kind, or I mean all of a sudden. I'm, I'm always too much, you know? And everybody will tell you the same about you. You'll never be enough for the right people in your life. I mean, you will always be enough for the right people in your life. You'll always not be enough for the wrong people that are inevitably teaching you lessons. And that fucking sucks but too. To sit there and have the goddamn patience to say, yeah, you just showed me something about myself. I absolutely did not want to notice. But you know what? I'm not going to be mean to you. I'm not going to be rude to you. I'm going to be kind and I'm going to ask to communicate on it. That is the bravest thing you could possibly do because the amount of people, and I cannot blame anybody for the way that they have shown up in the world because that is not my karma. That is not for me to judge. It fucking hurts when they are mean as shit to me. Or they do something they know will hurt me out of indifference. And maybe they don't know, but subconsciously they do know that that's the way to stab and poke at my open wounds. But perhaps it's to let go of the judgment that they've been hurt as well. And there's the saying that hurt people hurt people. And I never wanted to give that attention because I know some extremely deeply hurt people. And... I did not want to give into the saying of hurt people hurt people, but they do. Hurt people do hurt people until they notice and want to step in to actively wanting to change. And I'm also realizing again over and over every single day that it is not my goddamn duty being alive to take care of anybody or to heal anybody. It is my one job in this lifetime that I'm aware of to take care of myself and do my own healing and to notice my generational trauma and to notice my patterns. I want somebody to be there to hold my hand, but I do not need a savior. And I am more than welcome to hold anybody else's hand and to hold them when they need some holding and to allow them space to cry and to give them words of affirmations and gifts and love in general. But I am not there to save them. I'm, I'm there to simply hold their hand and give them the power, that extra push to say, you fucking got this. And every single day I'm alive, I learn something new. And I'm in, this, I'm in this moment right now where it feels so incredibly poignant and pivotal because I know exactly what I want in my life right now. 
I know what I want the next four to six months of my life to look like. And I might only get a third of that actually coming true because you can want as much as you want in life, but the universe will provide to you exactly what you need for your lifetime. And within that, I'm also realizing the saying, and I never wanted to give any attention to this either, is people would be like, you give yourself purpose. I wanted so badly the past three years of my life to know that there is a higher consciousness out there providing me my entire purpose for the unfolding of the entirety of my life right now. It's my spirit and my soul being who I am to be Hallie um, within that label of being my name. And I'm realizing more and more every single day that I am the one who creates my purpose. And I think one point in my life was is, was to settle within the flow and the consciousness of saying, yeah, I am simply here to go with the flow and to see what unfolds for me. And now I'm entering this new point of my life saying that I give myself purpose. I just lived with some of the most determined people I've ever met. And they, I looked so highly up to them. I literally would give them words of affirmations whenever I could. And I would say, you know how much I appreciate you for being you. And I'm, you might not hear that enough, but I hope you know that I look up to you. Um, because we do. We constantly have keys for ourselves that just wanders around our simple existence. And also, what, what has helped my anxiety is knowing that my existence is a, a blimp. I am literally just a tiny little molecule, a fucking piece of stardust in the anomaly of the universe, as well as my whole life, me being Hallie, is significant for the rest of the world. Every single act of love that I choose to perform instead of indifference will inevitably be a whole butterfly effect to the rest of the world. Me giving a smile to a stranger will then entail another stranger giving a smile or a bouquet of flowers or a pet to a dog or a piece of food to a homeless person or could literally change a whole nation. Who knows? It's kind of like the paperclip experiment that a lot of people did in high school. I never did. I don't know when this stopped. I was talking to a whole, it feels like a whole different generation I spent time with when I was working on this farm, but they're part of my generation. It just, they were older than me and they seemed different in ways that I could not explain. Um, but I think every single person does not matter. The generation depends on the person. Um, and that's why I'm also having a hard time with age right now because, yeah, I'm 19, but I feel like I could be honestly 27. Like, I, I've i gotten, and I don't mean to toot my own horn, but I will toot my own horn in this instant. I am very knowledgeable for being so young. And that has been unfolding from the gift of trauma that I've been given and that can be extremely controversial because trauma we go to therapy for and I am going to therapy for trauma no doubt about that I'm doing the healing but I have been doing my own psychology research about my own self to heal myself since I was 16 years old because I wanted to know why people did what they did and I wanted to know why I did what I did and why I cannot have the life that I want to be so or at least a little bit more fulfilled in, because we think that these things outside of us make us fulfilled, but really, it's how we tend to our own garden within us that makes us fulfilled, as the Buddha says, as so many cultures and so many religions around us does tell us, except there are a few religions that say outside of us, that is what will will grant us this place of peace and serenity. Um, But anyhow, 
I am very knowledgeable. And so I, I traveling, I constantly got, oh, you're so young. And I was like, yeah, I'm young, but I do not feel it. And I, I get along with people that are older than me. And um, because I'm at this state of acknowledging where they're at in life. And a lot of people don't like, I sometimes get along with old, like older people, like in their 80s more because they have gone through a whole life of living and they now are realizing the things that I've been realizing for the past three years of my life or even the past six months. Um, And that's, of course, not to say that I am any better than anybody. I've just been granted the blessing of being so aware of my predicament in life. Um, And within that, I'm not healed and I will never be fully healed and I do not have the one true answer for anybody. All I can be is a teacher for who wants to learn from me and me to them. Um, Everybody is the teacher for us and we are the teacher for them if they want to listen and if they want to be attentive to the lessons that are unfolding. One thing that I'm learning more and more every single day that I thought there was something wrong with me because I'd kind of been told that there's something wrong with me, that I should be okay with spending so much time alone, and that I there's no more judgment around that. If some people need to spend time alone, that is okay. But within my, within my life, I need to be around people, because that's when I learn most about myself. Community is what holds me to standards of understanding myself even grander and bigger and bolder than ever. And I cannot learn just setting and doing my own thing. I learn most about myself and how to communicate with the world and how to obtain the things that I want and love and learn from because we are mosaics of people that we have ever loved and we are mosaics of memories and we have done that through learning from others. A lot of our memories are from others, whether that's traumatizing or enlightening. Um, And so, yeah, I I learn most when I am in these community settings. And so right now, the integration of being so alone is extremely disheartening to me. And that's okay. I am also learning how to gauge not allowing myself to feel lonely when I'm just in the presence of myself. Um, But the more and more I talk to others and the more... Do you guys hear the bird? Pretty sure that's a hawk. And I'm pretty sure the hawk is agreeing with me. And within that, I want to give a reminder that birds are a signification for us to look above at the bigger picture. Um, And so, yeah, that's what the hawk just reminded me of. But I just felt so passionate about those that 10 minutes of just speech. I've been having such a hard time articulating my words. And I used to be so good at just like sitting down and being able to articulate my speech. I feel so beautifully. And not to say that anybody that rambles or stumbles over their speech or maybe has a speech impediment or um, stutters is not beautifully eloquent within their speech. It's to say that society does not accept that. And so I've been so judgmental towards myself that I I would just ramble and go on tangents and not really have a one way of getting to what I wanted to say. But what is to be said is what is to be said. And there's no opportunity that's not There's no opportunity that will ever pass you by. Um, Opportunities for you to speak out loud is for you to learn from yourself. And, um, And yeah, so it is beautiful. And I... I'm also in the space where I just got done rewatching all of Bridgerton, even like the new 
um, Queen Charlotte one. It being gone for the past like six months, I literally have not watched TV. Like Netflix wouldn't even work on my any of my electronics that I brought because the new like Netflix rule, and that's the only thing I really watch shows on. Um, I would watch shows once in a while, like on our communal TV, or like when I lived with this one person um, in the Midwest. But you know, I have not really been sitting down and watching anything until lately. And um, I think even TV shows have a lot to teach us. And I love getting, I love, love, love getting lost in TV shows and romanticizing myself as one of these characters. And that's also okay thing to do. Um, It's okay to escape yourself for a little bit and to want to be something or somebody else. But always remind yourself that you are an embodiment of the universe. You are the universe in human form. And there's there's a grand anomaly of you and, and learning and loving and and performing and being whatever you choose to be. Um, and yeah, but I guess the other little rant is I I know ex- I know what I want, like I said. Uh, I guess circling back around is I know what I want in life. But it is how do I get there and how do I continue um, from here to there, you know? Um, Like if capitalism was not a thing, I could have what I want. But since capitalism's in the way, how can I use capitalism not as a not as a way of holding me back, but as a way of launching me forward. Because we always have opportunities of whatever our predicament is to launch us forward, even in ways we might not understand. But it's taking what is there and it is using it as our superpower. And my mom has been listening to <laughs> like me and my mom are the like we're very different and we have our complete issues with one another but we also are in the same space of wanting to understand ourselves to some degree or maybe she's more new to this um but she's been listening to how to something with the supernatural by joe dispenza or yeah becoming supernatural by joe dispenza i think that's the one she's listening to and she tells me a new little snippet of it every single day and she's like i'm gonna heal myself with meditation and i'm like you do it you go for it you I was sitting in my living room and people came in, so I had to, like, shut it down and then run to my room. But anyhow, um, so yeah, she's like, I'm going to heal myself. And I'm like, you do that because literally anything is possible. Okay, also, when somebody has a hope and dream, do not shut them down. Even if it seems a way out there, they have any right to go after that. And they have every possibility of it going well um if you put your mind to something anything is possible it's if you choose to put your mind to it and that's what I'm teaching myself I keep getting in my own way and it's leading to more judgment towards myself so I'm trying to navigate that but I'm like I know what I want um and I have I've literally been an opportunity that I have been wanting for a while just kind of fell into my lap but I'm like okay I'm also I don't have money and so I need to stop telling myself I don't have money because I am abundant same as you um, and so if I want the opportunity and it's meant to be mine, money will come to me and money is coming to me, but it's what I choose to do if I take the opportunity of money that is there. And so, yeah, um, so that's been kind of hard because even today I sell clothes on Depop. So if you're interested, send me a DM and I'll show you my Depop. Um, and 
I was selling clothes on Depop as an income when I lived in Colorado. And now, and out in Washington, of course, I only had, I literally just back, like, had a backpack full of stuff, so I didn't sell anything. I bought things, and I would trade things um, and give things away, but I would not sell anything. And so now I'm back with a new influx of clothes and getting rid of old things from who I was six months ago. Um, And even just sitting down and going through my things six months ago of who I was six months ago was incredibly excruciating excruciatingly hard <laughs> I don't know the right words <laughs> okay I'm on to part three another one of my parents came in and was just like wondering where I was um sometimes when that happens I get so discouraged and overstimulated where I'm like I had to delete everything the amount of times that has happened why I will be in it like a mojo like my ADHD is just like okay if you're neurodivergent you know what I'm talking about when you're like in the zone of doing something you're in the zone and as soon as somebody snaps you out of that you can't go back like you just cannot and so I will get so overstimulated and shut down and literally leave my project and never do it again sometimes when I'm in the zone I'm in the zone and I need to finish it if not I am gone and so right now I'm trying to work my way back into that zone before I leave it I have something I'm gonna go actually muckle goat (laughs) which I'm so excited about because I haven't done that in a few weeks since I left. Um, So I get some um, fresh, fresh raw milk from my neighbors. And so I also get to go hang out with goats. And I'm so excited. And then I never thought that I'd ever love goats so much. And I was even just telling my friend's father this the other day, um, how I always saw goats as being like a very demonic thing because I feel like there was the only time I ever saw goat stuff was in a demonic way and so it was like these creatures have a have a very weird ideology in my mind ever since a child and so I was like I don't want to work with goats like I don't understand why people in a demonic way love goats so much like I even watched these scary sacrificing movies with my friends when I was like a young teen and that even fucked me up like even more and so um going out there I Lily went out there because I had one person that I knew who went there twice and loved it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to contact this person, the owner of it, and I got in. So anyhow, I love goats now. And they're like dogs. They they have their own personalities. When you're sad, they come up to you. It's also really, really cool because they see pretty much almost 360 around. Um, with the way I forgot what kind of eye that I type it is. But like not the eye slit, but it's like the opposite way. Um, and so yeah, I was just going back and thinking about how in that small little part I stuttered like 60 times, but I will leave it in <laughs> because it's only human. Um, and so yeah, I think it's beautiful that goats kind of teach you boundaries because they know when you're coming. They know what you who you are um once you know them a little bit and if they grant you the access to touch them and pet them and give them neck scratches and milk them even that means that they trust you and that's incredibly beautiful it's like cats cats have extreme boundaries if a cat does not like you and does not believe that you will trust its boundaries or respect its boundaries it will not let you touch it um and so yeah but i'm moving through that i I don't know. I'm also a really big overthinker, and I don't know if that's because I've been given the label of overthinking or if I know that I'm an overthinker, but either way, it grants me a way of being poetic, and that is completely okay. 
Um, and sometimes it does get me into trouble, but it won't with the right people. And that's what I'm realizing is I've met some also overthinkers. And I think it's incredibly beautiful when I just, I love hearing people just talk and talk and ramble about things they love. And I'm like, wow, you are so passionate. And you're just like this little speck of dust and a grand anomaly. And you have all this knowledge about being alive. That's beautiful. So thank you for sharing your, your witnessing. And it's okay to think that you're a funny person. I, I think that sometimes I'm hilarious and sometimes people simply do not laugh at me when I want to be laughed with or at, and that's okay, um, as well, but I love you, um, stranger behind the phone or behind the interwebs, I don't know what electronic device you are on, but I appreciate you and people that are listening on different sides of the world, isn't it so odd that you're hearing this through literally wires in the ocean. I think that is astronomically beautiful. Um, the fact that you can even hear my voice through this, through wires in the ocean, receiving to you, and it might not be completely any engineerical, that's not even a word, process, I might be saying correctly, but to me, it's still astronomical that I can even go back and listen to myself two years ago and who I was speak about my witnessing of life and so yeah for a while this past month I've really or not even this past month all of August I decided that this podcast was no longer for me um where I was like yep um this is my end of my podcast era <laughs> like I hate it I don't want to be here anymore I am done and I was doing it for wrong reasons um and then I put on my Instagram and I talked about this in a few episodes ago and I had some really good feedback and it made me realize how loved I am and the community that I've grown from this podcast and even strangers that are new in my life being like, you need to continue to do this. Like, I don't, I, like some of these people haven't even listened to my podcast episodes. They're just like, if this is something you're passionate about or was, continue with it. Um, and I love being in contact with passionate people that they don't know what they're doing, but they know that as long as they follow this fiery burning passion inside their soul that they will somehow get where they're going um those are my people and having the courage to be kind even when you want people to hurt as badly as you have been hurt um so yeah anyhow i'm gonna go milk a goat now and i love you and i deeply appreciate you again and Thank you for being you, and I know it's incredibly hard, and I'm sure nobody has ever given you credit on that, about how incredibly deeply difficult it is to uniquely be you and the lashback you get for being you. And I have authentically begun being myself for the past three months without caring what people think, and gee whiz. Like, I have I've spoken on it so many times, um, being like, be yourself, and then I'm actually myself, and some people generally just hate me. And they might not have any explanation, just, I think you're annoying, and I think you're weird, and I think you're too loud and too much. And I'm like, okay, that's uh, that's valid, and I don't understand, but I guess I don't really need to in my life. <laughs> like, the right people, like, will love and appreciate me, and that might take a while for me to find my community again after realizing the community that I've had for a while is no longer mine because they hurt me in ways that I don't even always owe anybody an explanation of um yeah 
you're, you, actually, I'm just going to leave it. Thank you. Beautiful soul for listening once again. And I will speak to you or talk to you or have you listen to me when the next episode is released. So yeah, bye-bye.